0: Hola cariño.
1: Hola amor.
0: Bienvenido to Uy Que Horror, a Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I'm Johnny. And I'm Eileen. And uh, this is a podcast where the both of us, BFFs and goofs, uh, Mm -hmm. watch a Latinx horror movie movie, montage. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Where, (laughs) Where these two goofs who are best friends, watch a horror movie podcast. What is happening? Watch a horror movie podcast. <laughs> Can we? Wait,
1: I'm sorry. Can we keep all of this? Yes. I love this we're, so much.
0: We're keeping it, Jesus. Okay, oh, wow. This is a podcast where two yes. best friends watch a Latinx <laughs> horror movie every week, and then we talk about it.
1: We do. <laughs> The energy is weird in the world right now. I think uh,
0: I'm
1: glad that we have this space to to giggle for a couple hours. I really am very, very grateful for it.
0: Me too. Especially with this movie that we we watched this week because. Oh, man. So this week uh, was my pick for our film. In true Eileen form, I picked a very non scary <laughs> scary
1: movie look not a horror film but an absolute delight no spoilers
0: yes. no spoilers because we're gonna talk about it the film we watched this week was santo el enmascarado de plata y blue demon contra los monstros you so thought that... we were
1: done after blue demon but, <laughs> but we're you, still you going
0: were you were wrong. It's Santo el Enmascarado de Plata y Blue Demon contra los Monstros, which means Santo and Blue Demon versus the Monsters.
1: Which Monsters, you ask? We will get to it. Oh, very, we will get to it. Very, <laughs> very soon. Um, would you like me to give you just the briefest synopsis of what this movie is about? Please do. Listen up, everybody. Santo and Blue Demon versus the Monsters. To foil his plan for world domination, wrestling superheroes El Santo and Blue Demon battle the mad Dr. Halder and his army of reanimated monsters. To the point?
0: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. definitely what that's happened.
1: That's what
0: happens. <laughs> Man. Now, if you don't know, this is a film, this is a Mexican film, our first Mexican film of the, of the podcast. Uh, wow.
1: All right. Yeah. Good choice.
0: Thank you. It came out in (laughs) 1970, directed by Gilberto Martinez Tolares and written by Rafael García Travesi. If you're unfamiliar with the character El Santo, get to Google Stat. The man is a legend. He made over 52 films uh, in his career. He literally had one of the biggest funerals in Mexico's history when he died uh, in 1982. He basically is like the the Hulk Hogan equivalent, a lot of people say on the internet, but he, I think, (laughs) held on to his star power way, way longer. He's classic Mexican wrestler status where he wears a mask, never reveals his face, Ever. Like literally in his whole entire career, he never revealed his face up until a week before he died. Wow. Which is amazing. Like even to his close personal friends, like if he was in private settings, he would still wear his mask.
1: Holy shit. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When he traveled, he would travel separately from his crew so that he would be able to take his mask off and travel and his crew wouldn't be able to know who his what is that called when superheroes have um
1: uh so secret it's like identity alter- secret identity you know it's it's amazing to me the level of commitment and i am very new to honestly brand new to the mexican wrestling world mm-hmm. this was my first like foray into it honestly and you know you have interest in wrestling and you know like the different because it i feel like it's a pretty varied kind of world yeah and this uh, his level of fame lasted like it wasn't like a heyday it was like oh he's famous and he's just like huge for years and years famous years and this this was all news to me like i read an article that said compare his fame to elvis presley walking through memphis in his heyday like but yeah longer and longer and longer but the commit the commitment to never revealing your true self incredible
0: yeah isn't that nuts amazing Crazy. and you're right he was just like it was like he made impact even like if you watch Nacho Libre that Jack Black movie which I love Today, it would be considered a little maybe offensive because it's Jack Black playing a Mexican guy, but I honestly am okay with it because he actually does a great job. But the character um, that he is kind of like fighting against is this famous, amazing, like top build wrestler and he wears a gold mask and his like, that guy is basically based off of El Santo, which who it's like, Taquerias in Mexico or in like California, you will always see luchador art everywhere. Like luchadores in general for the Mexican culture is it's very important. And not only that, not only the cultural resonance that he has, but the wrestling world on its own is massive. Mm. So like, even if you're Mexican, like if you're Mexican, you're like, yeah, I know El Santo because because i'm mexican you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. and but if you're in the wrestling world you're like yeah i know el santo because he's a legend of wrestling wow you know what i mean in what you said earlier i have like a a couple of fingers in the wrestling pot in that i do comedy wrestling and like i'm (laughs) our wrestling isn't fully getting punched or in the or anything, but sometimes we are, we're very physical and it takes a lot of comedic timing to be a wrestler, I think. I mean, and so- you're,
1: from what I saw in this movie, you are, you have to be a physical actor. You have to be so aware of your body in space and time to be a wrestler. Some of those punches that they threw, some of those moves, I was like, damn, that looks like it hurts. However, it's all, I assume, rehearsed. They're working together. No one ever really gets hurt, but they make it look so effortless.
0: Sometimes they do get hurt because the thing is, in wrestling, the big controversy that has always been is, is it real or is it fake? For the most part, you kind of know who's gonna win or lose, but when you're in the ring, what you know best is the names of the moves and how they go and you're in constant communication with your opponent so when you're like huddled together or when you're close to your opponent you're you they are speaking you can't really tell it with cameras and stuff but they are like okay i'm gonna do this move on you and the other guy's like okay so Holy a lot shit. of times yeah it's not fully no scripted. Idea. A lot of times it's not fully scripted but like there's an outline if you will. And then they okay. kind of like can have fun and play along and whatever. Honestly, uh, I I fucking love wrestling. It's so much fun. If you have the chance to Specifically, go to a luchador. I mean, the world is on fire, but if you have a chance to go or watch like online a luchador wrestling match, please do. It's so fun. The acrobatics alone of what these people like throwing themselves off of ropes and like all that shit, you will leave voiceless, probably drunk, and have had <laughs> such a good time please. I can't wait.
1: Never been. I cannot wait.
0: It's delightful. But until then, let's talk about this fucking movie.
1: Let us let us take you there. Let us uh, provide you with a nice escape for just just a a little while.
0: Just a little while
1: (laughs) to this ridiculous world.
0: So welcome to the film. The first thing we see is El Santo coming up off of, from a hill and he just stands there and it says el santo or <laughs> El or does it say enmascarado de plata
1: I uh, no do, I say. do not remember No us imagine it says something up there
0: <laughs> it says either santo maybe santo el enmascarado de plata quien sabe but it says it shows santo shirtless masked and then on that same hill here come santo leaves traipsing up Blue Demon. Once El Santo and Blue Demon are introduced, we see contra los monstruos versus the monsters. And then we get individual introduction to each of the monsters that we're going to see in the film. So we start with La Momia, which is the mummy. El Ciclope, which is the Cyclops. I was very surprised.
1: What are you doing here, Cyclops? But, you know, As we kept going in the film, I was quite happy to have him there. But what are you doing here?
0: (laughs) Cyclops, what is the deal? You're a mythical mythical creature. But sure, why not? Yep. So we have El El Ciclope. I thought it was Bigfoot when he was coming up the hill. Because they all come up the same hill. Mm -hmm. And so he comes up the hill. And I was like, Bigfoot. And then it's just one eye. And then it says El Ciclope. And I was like, oh, that's not Bigfoot. (laughs) no
1: uh Bigfoot might as well have been in the movie though. I would have been like, sure, why not?
0: And then we have my favorite thing that I've ever seen in my whole entire life, which is the introduction to Frankenstein. But so each monster gets a title <laughs> card with the name of the monster, and when Frankenstein pops up, first of all, Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster. But, yes. Put that aside. But the way they spelled Frankenstein was F R A N Fran, (laughs) K Q U E, Frank, Frank, K, and then Stain, S T A I N, Franke, Stain. (laughs) -stain. (laughs) Frankenstein.
1: I love that you picked that out because that was absolutely one of the things that I wrote down that I was like, oh, Frankenstein. Okay bueno,
0: pues. <laughs> like it, I think all Latinos have this inside joke about how I hope this is the case because I know we do this, but like if you were to hear the accent in your head of of a spanish speaking person and then were to write out that accent, it's usually. Crazy looking or sounding, so that's what this Frankenstein looked like oh, for yeah. me.
1: I think we Latin Latinx people have, you know, a, a nice. We can see something written down, for example, like a grocery list that is like translated from English and it makes perfect sense. My example of this is when I saw written down Con flex. "conflex," C O N F L E X, and I was like "conflex." That's cornflakes, everybody, cornflakes. And I mean that with like no, there's no, no I'm not, not making fun. No, there's because no disrespect. This... It makes my heart so happy. I see it, I was like, oh, duh, yeah, cornflakes. I got it.
0: Because somebody, we have, somebody buy some cornflakes. So, there are so many words that we use in Spanish that have been translated, not even translated, that they just happen to be English words said in a Latino accent. And then that just becomes the word like estacionar is to park, estacionar. Mm-hmm. But we say parquear. Oh, yeah. Voy a parquear el carro. That that's not a, that's not that's not the word.
1: <laughs> that's not it. Nobody there, that doesn't belong in the dictionary. That doesn't I don't think it exists, but no. it's, it's just our Spanglish, I guess. I guess that's yeah. kind of what you would call it. Yeah. But it makes perfect sense. And I believe that that is pretty universal. Yeah, sure. So. I'm sure
0: every family that comes from anywhere in the fam- in the world that happens to have either English as a second language has like their parents saying something in a crazy way, and then you <laughs> being either second or third generation will be like, okay, and then it's just yeah, part of it. your your being. And then after Frankenstein, we have El Hombre Lobo, which is the werewolf, we have El Vampiro, which is the vampire, La Mujer Vampiro, which is the lady vampire, and mm-hmm. um, and then we just have like actors, the the, the like other the, the actors, supporting cast, yeah. Supporting everybody else cast. keeps showing up. Heli Blue gets some fun like poses and like a Hedy fun... blue yeah. <laughs> She was. Everybody was just like, I'm walking up and doing a pose, or like I'm walking up and making a face, and then, Hetty Blue, who plays um, El Santo's girlfriend Gloria, she's just like the song. The music turns into something like, like from like a mod area, like a doodly bing bing funk. And she, like, does all these, like, Charlie's Angels poses, it looks
1: like. The music in this movie throughout was so, so, so good. Did you also notice that in the beginning when they introed, like, when the, the, like, we're about to get the title, it was, like, the fox. Yep. But it was different where it was, like, <laughs> like, just a, a riff on it. Just a slight
0: so we don't get sued.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I love the little, I love the shift.
0: So that's our our introduction to the characters. And then we open into an actual wrestling match. And it's a ladies wrestling match, which I thought was great. It was a tag team match, which tag team match Johnny is when it's two versus two. So two people fight Thank in the you. ring. And then if you if you're tired, or if you need to step out, you tag in your partner. Got it. So basically, we're just watching a wrestling match. Like there's an announcer being like, yeah, uh, tonight in this in uh, arena, Mexico, we are watching the women wrestling and blah, blah, blah. And he says, I had to write Whoa. it down. I wrote it. In I Spanish. know exactly
1: what you're gonna say. I already know. <laughs>
0: Nadie acceptaría enfrentarse a estas peligrosas representantes del sexo debil.
1: You fucking asshole. Nobody
0: like... would dare confront these dangerous representatives of the weaker sex.
1: Yeah, okay. These women are, are like incredible.
0: Punching. Yes.
1: Stacked. You throw a dude in there and he's these women are strong
0: and he's saying this it's funny because throughout it he's like mujeres, they're so strong look at how agile they are look at they're so dangerous they're like tigers whatever and then in the middle of all these compliments yeah you dick <laughs> um, and, but
1: like also this must have been actually live this place is packed
0: well so throughout the movie we get one or two wrestling scenes where there are they are in the arena and i'm sure these were probably wrestling matches that el santo actually fought because he wasn't retired yet so they probably were like great let's take advantage and film this stuff and put it as a f- extra footage in our 52 films that we're gonna make with el santo
1: yeah and this this scene goes on for like 10 minutes
0: yes it's where you're fully, just watching and- this
1: wrestling. <laughs>
0: Because I think that was the point of El Santo movies, is that sure, he's the character that is like kind of the superhero and he has to like either solve crime or fight monsters or do this or do that. But he still is a wrestler, like wrestler by day, superhero by night kind of thing.
1: I mean, it's like if you went to go see a football movie and there were no football games in it or something like that. Like, of course you're gonna have these. But I was like, damn, we are still watching this scene. We're yes. here,
0: so we watch, <laughs> and
1: so is we, he's he's watching it from the corner too.
0: <laughs> yeah, El Santo is there watching the ladies from a corner, wearing his mask and a suit and like a fucking turtleneck style for days. El Santo, like
1: so stylish,
0: so stylish
1: throughout the movie.
0: So he he's watching the ladies. The ladies end their match, and then the following match is Blue Demon, which is the first time we hear the words. Blue Demon, and I was expecting Blue Demon, tal vez, or whatever, but no. no, Blue Demon comes in with Juan Garza, that's his tag team guy, and they're going to fight against El Gigante del Ébano y el Árabe, which I wrote, oh, no, this might be racist, because oh, boy. El Gigante del Ébano means the giant of ebony, which is just like a black guy I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the other one is just the arab
1: what is what year is this
0: 1970? 1970 1970 <laughs> yeah. well here we uh, are here we are so uh the crowd is going nuts they're like blue demon blue demon you know and they're fighting the announcer is like esta es una lucha realmente emocionante <laughs> I laughed so hard because you hear the announcer say, this is an incredibly exciting match. And then it cuts to footage of the audience and they're just sitting there like, marry a movement, (laughs) marry a clap. I was like, you couldn't get-
1: stone-faced. You have this arena full of people who are freaking out. You pick this section of assholes.
0: Que emoción, crickets. (laughs) Like- (laughs) Another thing that happens throughout this fight that I kept laughing that the announcer kept saying was anytime Blue Demon would like punch someone or like kick someone or do something, the announcer would would be like, y ahí se fue y ahora está bien groggy.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I did not notice this. You know, I'm not going to lie to you because this scene went on so long and because I'm not like really a wrestling guy, I was just like, and it's there's so many people up there throwing each other. Like Elevano dropped somebody on his his knee at one point. So yeah. I just after a while I, there was so much going on that I just kind of glazed over a little bit. So I did not even pick that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he li- blue demon grogi. like, <laughs> va bien, <grogi."> <laughs> <laughs> Again,
1: Spanglish, love it.
0: Yeah. So literally, it's just like the first what, 15 minutes of this movie, 10, 15, are just people wrestling and El Santo is watching you. Great. And honestly, Uh
1: don't really, don't think it really has anything to do with the rest of the movie, really. It's just like introducing a a wrestling scene.
0: It was literally just like, this is the world that Santo lives in. Great.
1: Yeah. Now let's get started into what (laughs) actually happens in this movie after 15 minutes.
0: And we cut to a cemetery and there's two people, a man and a woman, watching a coffin go by and uh, they place the people carrying the coffin, place it inside of this mausoleum and out of like the other tumbas and like all the other cemetery stuff, we see a little person walk up and then these three men with green faces.
1: So, okay. This is what I, they wrote, they walked out, and I was like, the high school edition of Wicked, green paint on these men, that's like not even up to the hairline. (laughs) It is just, with all due respect to the makeup artist, but it is badly done. But they're supposed to, we we find out that these are supposed to be, first I didn't know, I was like, Martians? (laughs) And they, aliens of some sort? Uh, But we find out that these are actually supposed to be uh, like zombies.
0: I think we're supposed to assess that by the green faces. But (laughs) genuinely, we're just uh, I was just like, okay, I wonder why. But we still don't know until uh, until a little later. So the man and the woman that were watching the coffin go by, they go into the mausoleum and the man opens the lid to the coffin, and the man, the dead person, the corpse, has his eyes wide open and is looking up at him. And we're like, okay, who the fuck is this? Cut to a newspaper, front page of a newspaper, and it says, death of famous scientist, Dr. Hadler. And it's the picture of the guy that's in the coffin. We learned that the man and the woman are Otto Hadler, which is the who's the brother of this corpse and then the woman is his daughter gloria hadler is a mad scientist like uh Otto is reading the newspaper and he's says you know my insane brother brought people back to life and he used science for bad gloria at one a-
1: point she's like Something about his castle. He did stuff up in his castle. Something like that, right?
0: Yeah, she's like, he did weird things up in his castle and he hated you. And his Otto is like, I know what a dick. She even says, maybe you should have cremated him. We go back to the cemetery and we see that I've I've dubbed them the green gang.
1: (laughs) Much easier.
0: The green gang and the little person uh, wrap the corpse and steal it away from the mausoleum that they were at and then we see el santo sitting in his lovely 1970s office he's sitting he looks great oh my god so good like just a blazer no tie like a uh, again a turtleneck he's and i love how they're like
1: they're color-coordinated, because it's El Santo, and he, like, so he's got his, like, silverish white mask. Yeah. And he's got a nice, his, his, whatever, his top is white. Blue Demon is in there with a short-sleeved, light blue. Polo. It's a turtleneck.
0: What is a little it turtleneck?
1: turtleneck? I'm pretty, well, what's the turtleneck that isn't, like, it's, like, a mock neck or whatever? Yes. I wasn't quite sure, because, listen, guys, this movie's old, it's a little grainy, but... Stylin'.
0: Stylin'. You guys,
1: in their masks, they look great.
0: (laughs) Blue Demon comes in and uh, he's like, what's up, Santo? El Santo's like, I'm worried about my girlfriend and her dad because of this weird scientist. And Blue Demon is like, hey, chill, bro. Go on your vacations. Enjoy yourself the same way I am going on my vacation. Can't you see I have a fucking suitcase because he walks did in I? with like a light suitcase. He is swinging it around. There's nothing <sighs> in it. So did I,
1: uh, did I tell you, uh, Santo, uh, that I'm going on vacation? Because uh just so you know, I'm going on vacation.
0: I'm going on vacation and too. I'm going to enjoy myself. And you should also go on vacation and enjoy yourself. OK, relax. Vacation. And then we cut to the Green Gang on like a horse-drawn carriage carrying the corpse that's still wrapped up and they pass behind them in the distance you see a castle at this moment we're in the middle of a highway randomly we go to a random highway and blue demon is speeding down that highway in the dopest car i've ever oh my god
1: great car blue demon he looks great in his little mock turtleneck thing in this still wearing his mask mask on little sassy red car you look great
0: it's like it's convertible it's little he's like speeding down and he sees this horse-drawn carriage go by and they they're like the green gang is holding torches it's very very ominous and Blue demon's like what the fuck is this all about
1: weird i I should check this out
0: and oh my god and then we (laughs) cut to the set of like lost in space from 1970 it is a lab i mean how would you describe this
1: again high school production of what would this be high school it's just like in a cave a lab it looks like to me like a cardboard computer things set up in the back
0: that and, and somebody like spray paint everything silver. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> antennas it's pretty,
0: popping out of everything.
1: Pretty low budge, but the thing that I noticed throughout this, and I'm assuming you did too, was like throughout this scene, you notice that there's like this little <laughs> brain man thing. First of all, I was like, I just see a brain kind of like hovering around. And yeah. then you, you realize it's just kind of like a brain creature with its brain it, sticking out of its head. You it never get looks, an explanation.
0: I wrote down uh, a stone person with an outside brain. And then I wrote yes. alien because the face looks like almost like those like stereotypical, like cheesy, big eyes and weird mouth. Like everything is black. Like you and, and the creature itself is gray. So I was like, is it an and then the brain is kind of looks like it's been it looks like a hat. Like somebody put a brain shaped hat upon yeah,
1: like a huge <laughs> brain like like a sun hat, but it's yeah. a brain. It you know what it looks like? It he he looks like what is that island, Easter Island? Yes, it looks like, like
0: an Easter Island that's, uh, statue.
1: Exactly, like one of those huge stones, like almost but like a little. fucking like Tiki cup thing with a fat ass brain on its head.
0: It's never referred. It, nobody ever says, hey, Joe. Or like, hey, you demon or a statue. <laughs> no one says it's never referenced to. He's just there. He's just there. He's just there. <laughs> so we're in this lab, this random creature is here. The little person turns out has a hump. So I was like, oh, he's like an Igor guy.
1: Yeah. And, he's and great, he's, this little guy.
0: He nailed. He fucking yeah. nailed. So little guy is pulling the levers and doing all that stuff. And uh we see that Dr. Hadler, Dr. Adler, the corpse, is now in a tube with like a cheesy <laughs> silver, like you know, okay. You know how in old timey movies when people would like like, share their brain and they'd have those two, like, silver things on top of their heads that would be connected by, like, a wire or whatever. It looks like that. It looks like a silver bowl. It's
1: a mixing bowl. Like, it's literally (laughs) a mixing bowl that they super glued some sort of wire to the top of it. So Adler is standing in what we're going to call the revival tube with a mixing bowl on his head. And by the way, he looks great. He looks, looks so great. healthy, like for a corpse, quotation, air quotation marks, he is just fresh as a daisy.
0: Looking awesome. He comes alive and he, we find out that a uh, little person, Igor, is actually, his name is Waldo. And he's mm-hmm. like, Waldo, gracias, you're, you're a, a great servant. Appreciate you bringing me back to life. And while all this is happening, Blue Demon has snuck into the castle, but somebody from the Green Gang has seen him and followed him.
1: Those two start fighting.
0: Yes, but not before uh, the doctor is like, uh, I brought you my green gang back from the dead. You used to be criminals and I gave you life and parts and whatever. And, and now you follow and I,
1: my orders. You do whatever now, I say.
0: I'm the boss. And then Waldo is like, oh, please, please, doctor. Won't you let me experiment on living things you promised me before you died? And the doctor's like, of course, Waldo, you can absolutely do that. And then we see that... Blue Demon gets caught by that green guy and this is so I I took count of how many fights are in this movie this is the third fight holy shit and so uh green dude brings in blue demon and uh and he's like and the doctor says to blue demon because of you and el santo you ruined me and destroyed my my work i'm going to get vengeance and Tiny Waldo is like, won't you let me experiment on Blue Demon, por favor? Déjeme experimentar con él, me hizo la I would love to experiment on Blue Demon. And the doctor is like, sure, why not? And then we get a random shot of that weird stone creature in the background, just like, here's my brain. Like
1: <laughs> You're hanging out. Waldo is like... When he's, a, he's about, to, he's got a little fucking scalpel in his hand and he's about to slice it into Blue Demon's neck. And it's at that point that Adler is, says, actually, you know what? I can use Blue Demon against El Santo. And I'm going to, because, you know, El Santo trusts Blue Demon. So he's like, I'm going to send him to finally kill El Santo.
0: And Blue Demon's like, good luck, dude. La fuerza del bien siempre derrotan el mal. The forces of good always destroy the evil. And Dr. Adler's like, haha, suck it. Puts him in a tanning booth, what looks like a tanning <laughs> bed.
1: Yeah, And just then stay by, there.
0: <laughs> by the magic of cinema, we have another tanning booth. And in that empty tanning booth, we get el, the duplicate of Blue Demon. And Doctor Adler is like, now you obey me and go kill El Santo, and and the Green Gang goes along with him. And then I wrote, then Napoleon Dynamite music starts because it's literally like, a bing, bing 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 bing, and it's like <laughs> an organ. It's all so organy.
1: The music is ridiculous through the entire thing. So like, but it it goes all over the place. It's like. De, 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 de. But, but just all genres all totally. genres all, over all the of
0: them and we see on on the freeway again another fucking dope ass car and it's Such silver mm-hmm. and it's and in that sweet car we see el santo and his girlfriend gloria who we officially see and we're like oh that's the woman from the beginning it's the niece of dr adler they parked the car They have a little smooch sesh. So so random
1: that they're, like, literally on the highway, they run out, they, like, pull off to the side, and they're like, I guess we're just going to smooch it up here for a few moments.
0: Yeah. And as she pulls away, and she's like, El Santo, I'm worried about my uncle. He was a fucking dick. And El Santo's like, yeah, he was. And then they kiss again. (laughs) Okay. And as they're there, parked, smooching, Blue Demon pops out of the woods, and boom, we're in fight number four. And this is a solid, like, just everybody's chucking each other all over the place. And the green gang comes and tries to kidnap Gloria. And she's just, auxilio, auxilio.
1: It's hard to kind of keep track of what's going on. You never really know who's getting the upper hand here. They're just punching each other like crazy. La pobrecita Gloria is just crying out for help, helpless. Auxilio,
0: auxilio. I think auxilio is one of the funniest words to yell help in. What a
1: hard word. To like, it's a, what a, like, it's a syllable full word. Yeah. To call for help. Is there not a simpler way to call, to cry for help in Spanish? Ayúdame. Like,
0: Ayúdame. But it's, it's
1: so long. long. Socorro. No, that's Portuguese.
0: That's Portuguese. But no, mentiras, también en español, you can also scream socorro in, in Spanish. Who's going
1: to take the, te- well, there we are. See, poor Gloria is like, auxilio, auxilio forever.
0: Auxilio. Blue Demon, he literally picks up El Santo, goes up to a hill and chucks him down this hill. But El Santo holds on. At this point, Green Gang has taken Sweet Gloria into their car and they've kidnapped him. Santo finds his way over the hill, gets in his dope car, and we got a car chase down the freeway in the beautiful arid mountain mexican landscape i was like look at this lovely area uh, to gorgeous drive down.
1: at this point gloria's in the car she comes to because i guess mm-hmm. she fainted from fear or whatever so she comes to in the no car.
0: one of the green dudes punches her in the fucking face oh, right yes yeah.
1: one of the green dudes when she's saying auxilio for the 95th <laughs> time smacks her in the <laughs> face she passes out but then later when when she's in the car she wakes up and she looks back and she can see that uh, El Santo's following. And I was like, just please be a little bit more inconspicuous about where you're looking, girl. But also, once this car chase starts, why are they swerving everywhere? Like They literally
0: not... are just, dude. There's
1: nobody else on the road. No. There's nobody. Like, I understand once they're, like, next to each other, it's like, oh, shit, we don't want to hit each other's cars. But there, he's following him and he's like, I should start swerving now.
0: I think what it is, is because of what happens next, is because they don't want El Santo to drive up next to the car, which he does. And then Gloria in a full, like, letty, what's her dig? The actress fully does her own stunts and she jumps out of the car into El Santo's car. I was like, okay, girl.
1: She, I was watching and I was like, oh, all right. She just did that. Funny that Naria Green Green Gang just didn't for a second just reach out and grab her little foot. Nobody does anything. They're they're like, "Well, I, well damn, we missed our chance." Yeah, but totally. she has been saved by her own. She saved herself cuz she she jumped.
0: And then I wrote, "Wait, it's night?" Cuz out of what? this is the middle of the day and then boom, night.
1: And then we go back to the day in literally the same scene.
0: The entire movie has so many day, night, like we're supposed to be in the same period of space and it's just like day, night, night, day. Night, day, day,
1: <laughs> day, 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 night. It's, it's ridiculous. And even at times when you're like, oh, it's broad daylight, they tell you, oh, it's nighttime right now. There's yeah. sun shining on my face, but it's fully nighttime. But, but fully. so in this scene, so after uh, Gloria saves herself by jumping into El Santo's car, the Green Gang and Blue Demon's in there, isn't he? Yeah, he's in there. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, the screen, it turns very blue, like I guess supposed to be night. They crash in this blue nighttime screen. But literally, then we cut, cut back to Gloria and El Santo and it's Day. Us, four seconds later and it's daytime. <laughs>
0: So we go to the cemetery again, and this time El Santo is there. And they open the coffin, and they see that the body of Dr. Adler is gone. And this is where where they basically talk about the rivalry between Blue Demon and El Santo, because Otto is like, "Why would Blue Demon be fighting with the monsters?" And he says, "Could it be because you guys are rivals?" And El Santo's like no he is my friend and we are only rivals in the ring and I was like this is a story about friendship y'all
1: you know honestly beautiful line it was very honorable and it yeah. also I think says something about wrestling and just the kind of the kind of person you have to be you have to respect people like that those storylines that they've created the relationships that they've created in the ring are clearly very very important.
0: Well, the the actual history between Blue Demon and El Santo in the ring, they were rivals literally throughout their history together. At one point, mm. El Santo fights against um, uh, Los Hermanos Shadow, which are Blue Demon and Black Shadow, and El Santo unmasked and beat. <sighs> Uh, black shadow and because he does that blue demon turns face now what what that term means when you're when you're a bad guy if your character is considered like shitty and bad you're a heel and when your character is like a good guy he's considered it he's called a baby face or a face so when santo unmasked black shadow that's when Blue Demon decided to turn uh técnico, is what it, it is in Spanish, means face. And a couple of years later, Blue Demon beat El Santo, which was a big, huge deal. So, and then after, once that happened, their rivalry Whoa. like kept going and going. So the and people wow. loved the fact that they put that aside and were like played characters where they were friends in movies like this was there's several times during the film where like he's my friend
1: <laughs> he's mm-hmm. my
0: friend uh kind mm-hmm. of thing you know which yeah. i think is is a lovely way to bring that wrestling storyline into literally any movie that you're doing you know what i mean or that they're doing
1: I mean, honestly, you're just waiting for the moment that the good Blue De- blue Demon wakes up and you have that reunion. You're hoping for it, at least, you know?
0: Absolutely. Uh, so Blue Demon and Green Gang and Waldo are... Um, they're in a cave now. I guess they've <laughs> survived their this car crash or whatever. They just happen to be in a cave when we... I mean, I guess get they get are
1: kind of like zombie creatures, so sure.
0: Sure. So they're in a cave and they... They go up to a coffin and we get a zoom in of a bat in the corner of the cave. And through the magic of cinema, that bat turns into the vampire and he Can attacks you... one of the green guys.
1: <laughs> Can you just, for our lovely listeners, give me a description of the vampire yes. throughout the film? because I could not take this thing seriously for a nanosecond
0: the way that he appears it looks like he's like up in the in the in the ceiling corner of the cave and the bat transforms and he has a cape that is definitely a Walgreens style (laughs) cape like you know what I mean he's holding the cape out as his like wings. He has a top hat. I wrote down at one point,
1: Zedu Caichon. Yep.
0: Zedu He's got like his little fangs, but it's mostly like he has to like force his fangs out with his mouth. Like it's not.
1: (laughs) He looks like he's smiling throughout the film. I'm so happy to show you my teeth. Everybody look at my sharp teeth.
0: And he's like, Another bad face paint, grayish skin tone, and he's got pointy ears, and he just like is like wee, and like a tuxedo. Uh, Hilarious, love him. So he jumps out of the corner, attacks one of the green guys, but Blue Demon has a ring. He he points a fist with a ring, and it's just and it, you literally hear the sound go wah 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 and I was like, is is he? And the vampire backs up, and he's like afraid of it. I'm like. Is he hypnotizing
1: yet? What's what's going on here? It never comes never into comes back. play again. Never so you're back. just supposed to think, okay, so Blue Demon has some sort of control from this glowing red wah, 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 ring thing. That is that is his way to capture and control these monsters. I yes? guess, but he, no? but then
0: he doesn't use it with any of the other monsters. And so that's that's it from that cave with the vampire we go to Otto's office and El Santo is asking him and Santo's girlfriend Gloria he's like what's the deal with your fam like what's why is your brother Dr. Hadler being such a pain in my ass and uh Otto explains that he their family is from Transylvania And he was like, my brother from a young age, he believed in these monsters. And back in Transylvania, even if you were super, super smart, you still believed in monsters. And so then as my brother grew up, he took his love of science and applied it to his love of monsters. And then he started like bringing people back from the dead with brain transplants. And basically, he's using science for evil and like, not cool, bro. (laughs) and santo comes to the conclusion he's like oh then he must be building an army of dead people to defeat us is what he says and so now we know like the objective of the doctor but not really the doctor is just kind of like i just want to have Monsters. monsters and i just want to like kill el santo and blue demon and but also I'm mad at my brother and my niece because they said I was crazy. So it's like, okay. After this speech that we find out like why the doctor loves monsters and whatever, that's when the Green Gang and Blue Lemon are smashing down doors everywhere. And they're like looking for something. And literally the set looks like somebody went into somebody's living room and put up a bunch of fake skeletons and coffins up against the wall. And they're like looking around like, where is this and then it's they go into next another. Door neighbor's
1: room. halloween haunted house
0: absolutely like
1: down the block in the suburbs
0: he put a bowl of of seed of skinless grapes and like another bowl of overcooked spaghetti and he's like <laughs> enjoy put your,
1: put your <laughs> hand in here welcome to my house of spooks <laughs>
0: So as they're going through this house, they find a big coffin, they open it, and there's La Momia. And La Momia is fucking wrapped up all around, but the face, like literally from the eyebrows right down to the mouth, you can see like this little old man just like wrapped up.
1: This poor little old man just wants a nap. He's so tired.
0: Leave me alone. Uh, I'm a momia. He really does look
1: old as hell he is wrinkled and withered did you notice uh in the so there is a so when they're looking for la momia and all these ghosts and ghouls in the back there was like a shelf full of you know your next door neighbor's haunted house supplies and there's something this came out like in 1970 but there's a mask that i was like that looks so much like a fucking michael myers mask
0: I didn't see It is see not you. a Michael's
1: Michael Myers mask, of course, but I was like very close.
0: So after they see the momia, yeah, we go to Dr. Dr. Adler and he has a blowtorch and it looks like he's melting down some ice. And behind that ice, we have okay, my brain keeps wanting to call el, <laughs> the Cyclops instead of El Ciclope, my brain keeps, wanna ca- keeps wanting to call it El Ciclopata.
1: Ugh. I mean, I kind of love that.
0: I kept writing down, like, literally all my notes say El Ciclopata, El Ciclopata, El <laughs> Ciclopata. Anyways, so behind it is El Ciclopata. But also then-
1: in this scene, because remember before we're like, we thought El Ciclopata was Bigfoot, but he's <laughs> he's, he's melting him out of a block of ice. So I yes. was like... Abominable snowman?
0: <laughs> Who's in there? El and then we pan and we see all the monsters have been put in like similar tubes of life, like the doctor in the beginning, and they all have little silver mixing bowls over their heads. And we see <laughs> <laughs> and then the ciclopata, who is an a, a monster, like it's literally the most badly made full-body costume his mixing bowl doesn't fit
1: <laughs> oh it. i did not notice that poor sweet baby
0: <laughs> it's literally oh, no. like it looks like a yamaka. <laughs> it's so funny and then dr adler does a similar thing to dr frankenstein and says beeping, and then the monsters come alive and he's like, I own you. You have to do my bidding. You motherfuckers. See these guys, the green gang and blue demon? They do what I say. So you better fucking do what they say too, you fucking dicks. And then we get a legitimate RuPaul's drag race runway style. Yes, <laughs> of we do. The monsters. It might Which as was well your say, favorite? We wear it well.
1: Who who well, won that? Who won that uh runway?
0: I'm having a hard time not being in love with El Ciclopata because...
1: Same here. For me... his
0: one eye shines, first of what all. The
1: one glowing eye. For me, it was the fact that, first of all, like we established however long ago, what are you doing here? Who? What are you doing why? here? Why? His noise, his sounds, it's literally... So it, <laughs> this is a man in a costume and his noise is the man inside being like... Arr. So you hear it muffled because it's coming from inside the costume.
0: Oh my God. And after we get this sweet runway where they fucking work it out, they're like, and out of the castle, Wolfman, and out of the castle, Frankenstein, out of the castle, Momia. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. <thing. laughs> like, uh, and then we eat, we get a couple examples of these monsters attacking regular people in town. So we see the Wolfman attack some campesinos, like a man and a woman, and a little boy. He literally, like, legitimately kills. At this point, we haven't had, like, a a kill yet. There's been no deaths. This is the first official death of the movie is Wolfman goes into this tiny campesino, like, farmer man and woman's house
1: he murders this entire family like chomps the dude's neck out the woman is screaming in the corner he grabs her that poor little kid goes running the wolfman grabs the after lady him. The, the lady gets chomped on and he f- follows this poor little boy and all you see is like the wolfman kind of jump so you're assuming he also tore that poor little kid to shreds
0: we never find out because we never go back to <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, yeah. You just have to, right.
0: And then we see a fisherman putting up his fishing net and el ciclopata comes out. All the yeah. sounds are also, <laughs> all the sounds are very similar. So the wolf man sounds exactly like the fucking ciclopata. Frankenstein sounds exactly sounds like, exactly like the same. Todo el mundo. So ciclopata attacks the fisherman and we cut to immediately like the body being covered by a sheet and it's like a CSI detective scene. So it's Santo is there seeing this body be taken away and he's hanging out with a detective, it seems like. And and Santo is like, hmm, <laughs> the footprints here tell me that this is a, a large animal and it comes in and out of the water. So he's basically saying that not only okay not only does the cyclops look like bigfoot at the top and then we have ice man cometh in the middle and then now we're getting El santo saying that he's basically the creature from the black lagoon
1: so okay we these are all like universal horror like actual like universal studios horror monsters wolfman dracula a Frankenstein, but I, why did you pick a cyclops? Which is uh, again, just very confusing. Like, why didn't you just do the creature from the Black Lagoon? And also are, so, do cyclops live underwater? Is this a thing?
0: No, absolutely <laughs> not. Cyclops lives in, this, in a maze. Doesn't the cyclops live in a maze with the I Minotaur?
1: No idea, absolutely <laughs> I'm no. i sure but...
0: not in the water though.
1: No, this Cyclops, though, loves a body of water.
0: Loves a body of water. So once we have that little tiny investigation scene with El Santo, we go back to the monsters attacking people. So we have a couple on like a field and he, they're like getting romantic and they kiss each other. And then Frank, Frank Keteng shows up and he's like, Argh. you know what it reminded me of that scene?
1: I know exactly what you're going to say. What
0: are, what are you, are gonna you gonna say? say it? you let's Zodiac.
1: say it together yes so <laughs> me too these two poor little lovers in an open field and here and comes out of the this corner
0: of the eye pocket of terrifying
1: terror. pocket of terror in the corner here comes frankenstein and he fucks that guy up
0: okay so he punches that guy he kills the lady too he steps on that guy's face and the sound effects dude put in a crunch in there. It literally was a man stepping on another man's face. Like it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't look terrible. Like there was fake blood. A little
1: bit of blood. It was the sound design that you're like. The sound
0: design. I was like, ooh, that crunch was gnarly.
1: Yeah, and he just takes this woman away. You assume, like, I don't know whatever whatever he does to her, she's we gone. never
0: see her again. Another person yeah. that we don't understand,
1: not part of this uh, movie anymore.
0: And then we go to El Vampiro. He attacks a very hip, cool chick. She's like walking. Nancy Sinatra, with the you
1: mean? These boots are made for walking. Nancy Sinatra is in this movie, everybody, and she's just booping down the street in her fabulous boots. But also
0: with a little flower. Why
1: is this vampire in broad daylight?
0: It's daylight. There is sun
1: on his skin.
0: Yeah, and he's he's still
1: smiling. Yeah, he's in. This one, this guy, he can take the sun.
0: Check these fangs. Love that sun. Fucking (laughs) SPF five hundred. I got it. I'm good. So he bites this lady, and she's like, "Ugh, great." And then we we cut to the sea. Literally, it's footage of, like, scuba diving. But then it's an alligator. It's, like, all... It's just random, different water habitats. They're not the same. No. Just insane water habitats. And El Santo, fully dressed, khaki pants, a turtleneck, fabulous, still masked, just swimming deep oh, sea diving under
1: fully submerged yes looking and for her, the creature from the black lagoon aka el Ciclopata. <laughs> so he but he finds him
0: he finds him and uh fucking stabs el Ciclopata, and boom right away we are in back in the lab and el Ciclopata we, is getting when surgery. she says
1: when she says right away seconds after El Santo stabs the Cyclopata with whatever it is, you're in this next scene. It is abrupt.
0: And Mm -hmm. Cyclopata is just getting surgically fixed by Dr. Adler and all the monsters are around. And then I wrote, in the corner, there's Frankenstein," And I was like, he's got a Cantinflas mustache. It's just like wispy. Mustache only on the sides of the lip. I was like, that's a Cantinflas mustache.
1: And like, he's got a little goatee there, doesn't he? He's got oh, like a little fluff on the bottom. No, we, <laughs> all, uh, all I, I saw wrong? was the top.
0: I didn't see, uh, you might be, you probably are right. I only saw the top because I was mesmerized. I was like, oh my God, they make Frankenstein Cantinflas.
1: Ridiculous.
0: We go back to Otto's house, and Otto's like on his desk. We see Gloria is asleep in bed, and uh, all of a sudden, El Hombre Lobo, which is the wolfman, blue demon, and La Momia and Frankenstein are at Otto's window, and the vampire is in Gloria's bedroom. And so here we go. We got fight number six. Did you notice that out of nowhere, El Santo was just in there fighting?
1: This is what happens throughout the movie where it's just like, how did you get here? When did you arrive? I thought Gloria was sleeping in Otto's office. I was like, this is uncomfortable, but she's in a, it's just, it's so unclear. But here we are in this fight where everybody's in. We're Everybody's all in. in. Except for the mummy is just kind of in the back, scooting around back there. I don't think he lands like one punch.
0: Just a shuffle, just, just shuffling. shuffling.
1: I mean, honestly, <laughs> this man is so old. He's made of bones. You give him one good punch and he's gonna fall to pieces.
0: But in general, mummies are literally dust in exactly. like Exactly. Fucking...
1: What's he gonna do? I just don't know how a mummy can hurt you. So it makes sense that he's just kind of doing a tap dance in the back. <laughs>
0: So while they're tussling in the living room or in the office or whatever, the vampire is trying to attack Gloria in the bedroom and she's like, "Uh, no, 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 (laughs) no.
1: When she runs outside, because she she escapes by running outside, it's daylight out.
0: When you're in the building, like through the windows, it's nighttime.
1: But here's Gloria running away from El Vampiro. She takes you know a stumble but she lands in front of a big like i guess a gravestone or something that's in the shape of a cross so here we are outside in what's supposed to be nighttime but it's broad daylight with a beautiful <laughs> sun blue sky out but it's he sees the cross and, and that's, that's what when sends he, him away the cross is that affects him so he goes running off so gloria Lives Gloria. to see another day.
0: He's laying on the lawn after being attacked in the back in the house. El Santo finds a gun and just like shoots, not even at the monsters, like literally shoots everywhere else to like scare them off.
1: Yeah, doesn't so land, he, doesn't land one shot, nary
0: a shot. Not Where'd the, the gun
1: come from? Too? Who knows?
0: Quien sabe? And then Blue Blue Lemon gets like a telepathic message from Doctor Adler, so he's like. Hey, come on back to the castle, gang. So they do. (laughs) And and now we're in Arena Mexico. Arena Mexico? (laughs) Arena. Arena. Yeah. See, una arena. So Santo is talking to his manager, and the manager's like, there's this foreign wrestler. He wants to fight you. He says he's gonna unmask you. His name is El Vampiro and he's gonna fuck you up. And he's like, do you accept this challenge? And Santa's like, sure. I still gotta wrestle shit. And of course El Vampiro isn't a wrestler. It's the vampire.
1: Completely different performer though because our Vampiro is a little scrawny dude. This Vampiro is buff. Also this cut, for this cut to this whole fight here was very jarring. All oh of God. a sudden, we're here in the arena from this scene. What are we doing here?
0: We see, uh, I think it's Blue Blue Demon. He's, like, massaging El Vampiro's arm, and he's, like, all gray. And then there's, like, I don't know, v- Frankenstein behind him. Like, it's just preparing for the fight, but he's a v- he's the vampire. Uh, and then we see Dr-, Dr. Adler in the audience with these diva glasses on, just, Love. like, sitting... <laughs>
1: love you okay. where can i get a pair of these sunglasses
0: he's just sitting there he's so like i'm sassy. here to enjoy my my so the announcer's like this fight is gonna have two out of three falls no time limit so that means that whoever has two out of three or or three falls if you pin someone two to three times then you're the winner <laughs> let me just give you that that wrestling lingo Thank you,
1: because I have no idea. Um,
0: and here we are in another, just like a full-on, just 15 minutes of wrestling. So we have a good time watching them wrestle, and it's like El Santo versus El Vampiro. And then out of nowhere, all the monsters are in the in the ring, and they're all fighting. And then other wrestlers come into the ring to fight against the monsters.
1: At one point, El Vampiro straight up punches the referee who's yep. watching the fight, I don't know where these monsters came from. They're just because there the, all of us. They're sudden.
0: just there. But at one point El Vampiro is holding El Santo El Santo down and Gloria, who has been who is also at the arena, comes over to like make sure he's okay and she's wearing a cross and the vampire yeah. turns into a bat, flies away, and that's when all the monsters come in and everybody fucking freaks out. And then, like nothing ever happened, the monsters go back home to the castle and it's just a scene of them like doo doo doo, But straight up, seven dwarfs, hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to home we go. (laughs) And then we see, incredibly randomly, El Vampiro hasn't gone home actually, by the way. As the monsters in a line are walking back home, you see El Vampiro and then it cuts to El Vampiro in the street again attacking another woman so i'm like you yes, guys
1: in broad daylight again
0: so he has attacked yeah. two women and we see el santo is reading a newspaper and he, and it has on the on the front page another woman has gone missing and from there it we go into el vampiro's like den and there are three coffins and he comes out of one and the two lady vampiras that he bit come out of the other two coffins and so now we're like oh he has made two minions if you will Mm -hmm. and el vampiro takes one of his lady friends to stand in a corner (laughs) she's
1: just standing there
0: and then the other one turns into a bat and flies right into El Santos' car and transforms back into a sassy lady and El Santos like buenas tardes señorita como le ayudo
1: There's a woman in his car his beautiful car he comes out of his office or whatever it is there's a lady sitting in it he couldn't be more nonchalant she's she says to him could you give me a ride home sure you're sitting in my car i have no idea who you are let's go
0: And it's broad daylight again (laughs)
1: broad daylight vampira broad daylight so when we go to this the the next scene is them driving off and they stop somewhere to smooch
0: which i wrote uh not cool santo what about gloria the whole movie i was really
1: kind of like i i like him because he seems very dedicated to gloria he's fighting all these monsters over and over and over again for her he seems like he really loves her, but then this really random scene where he's totally cool to kiss this strange woman. Sure.
0: I wonder if, like, maybe the goal was that she, like, hypnotized him or, like...
1: Sure didn't seem like that to me. Just no, like he literally, he was, like...
0: like, puts his arm around her. She, like, grabs her compact and is, like, checking her face, and he's, he's leaning in to kiss her.
1: Checking her face in a compact a mirror, you can't see yourself in that mirror. You're a vampire. You shouldn't You're a see vampire, huh? Oh,
0: mirror. don't you know what what the rules going on here?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, what happened, as they're then? they're sitting there parked, and all the monsters come in, and literally the footage that we have of El Ciclopata is the same footage. It's a close-up of this monster head. The one eyeball of the sicropata, and it's so badly made. It's, Ooh, it's so, so bad. badly made. It and almost the- looks like
1: claymation.
0: Absolutely, and the jaw just opens and closes, opens and closes.
1: He's, he's kind of like swaying a little, lumbering. Ah. But the the weird the weird thing about this is like we have this uh this next like thirty minute fights, not thirty minute, but very long fight sequence.
0: Fight number seven. Just-
1: Fight number seven, We're and they keep fight cutting seven. back to El Ciclopata, <laughs> the same shot of him just, and it's a bad shot.
0: Yeah, over it's... and over again. So El Santo escapes this this fight scene. We see him go back to Otto, and Otto goes, "Not even the rays of el- of the electronic gun could hurt him." And I was like, "Okay, what? where did this electronic gun?" come from a b there there was there was no electronic gun near saw it. that and this is where El santo says he's like, okay to Otto and Gloria. he's like, guys, these monsters only come out at night'
1: That's bullshit
0: <laughs> bullshit Santo <laughs> these monsters only come out at night, so what we have to do is we have to sleep during the day and then at night be in busy places. <laughs>
1: We cut to them walking. They're like, let's go to this nice restaurant for dinner, which Maxim. includes one at Maxim. Was that what it was? Maxim. We, Maxim? we go to Maxim the restaurant, which, you know, honestly, cool. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people here at night. And it's a hopping place because hoppin'. they've got a musical review. We get <laughs> an actual production number, which I really love. That mailman or whatever he is has got some great moves
0: we have to talk about the performance because it's dinner theater basically like you walk in it looks like a restaurant but it literally they turn and there's a full stage show we have a folklore dance it's like a group dance with like fruit and whatever and there's like a man who's either a mailman or a milkman or or a soldier he's wearing a uniform but you can't really tell like of what but it's a uniform and he's dancing with these ladies a new dance starts and it's him in the united states like the full set changes there's a statue of liberty in the background and he like does a little duets with a bunch of other women And then it changes again and we're in like a caribbean setting and they're playing chico chico no fuba do you know that song
1: i do not i mean if i i i did not recognize
0: it as i was you've heard it so that i was just
1: probably watching like jaw down here like what are we doing right now but i love this the minute
0: i heard chico chico no fuba i was like are they in brazil then because she was wearing this big fluffy skirt with like a not a skirt it's like just the back of a skirt what would that be called like a tail yeah whatever. and she's like Mm -hmm. and i was like okay (laughs) every now and then we cut back to el santo and gloria and they're just sitting there like enjoying themselves
1: well gloria looks bored out of her mind she's just sitting there smoking in a restaurant which First of all, lady, could you put that out? I'm trying to taste my food, please. Ma'am. But she looks so bored. So
0: bored. We also randomly get another runway of the monsters coming out of the of the castle again. So here they go again. Like you wear it well, fucking Wolfman, Mummy, Cyclops, Frankenstein. And we're like, again, this thing.
1: And then I think it's cut- it must be like here it comes, like the final showdown
0: they're coming back and
1: all the monsters
0: and then we and then back to the fucking show now they're (laughs) singing and it's this sweet like okay you know how in old-timey american movies whenever some a man was um Latino or Brazilian, they'd always wear like a kind of shirt that was kind of close to the body, but then the sleeves were these like ruffly, Poof. multicolored, poofy sleeves. And so these three men with this outfit come out playing the guitar and they're singing beautifully. And they're like, Oh, Brasil, te vengo a cantar. They, I was like,
1: The harmonies were gorgeous. so beautiful. That whoever was like carrying the tenor line, Line, had this beautifully controlled, light little voice. I, when I was watching this movie, I was like, I'm gonna need to find this song because I love this.
0: Me it's too. So beautiful. So good. And then, and then I wrote, and now we're fighting because the monsters all boom. of a sudden are boom in the restaurant, Maxim, and we're just punching, fighting, running. And Santo says, Gloria and Otto. Go, I'll cover for you. And yet they still get chased by some of the monsters. Santo's fighting the Green Gang. This is fight number eight. Otto and Gloria go up to the roof of the of the building. This, they both get kidnapped, basically, by the yes. Green Gang. Green Gang or the monsters? They get caught by the monsters on the rooftop. Again, I wrote, it's day.
1: <laughs> but in two seconds, you know, because El Santo chases them. He follows them. And when he sees that they've been taken away, he jumps off the roof, lands on like a storefront. What is it called?
0: Awning. An awning. Awning.
1: He he lands like it's a trampoline, not a scratch on. him. he gets in a car to chase them. And then boom, it's nighttime.
0: So now Gloria and Otto are at Dr. Adler's castle. And Dr. Adler is like... You're a bunch of dicks. You called me crazy. You're going to fucking die. Gloria, you're going to disintegrate and you're going to watch your daughter, whatever. They both have their own mixing bowls on their heads. Uh, of some <laughs> when sort. Gloria
1: hears, when she hears that he's going to disintegrate her, her performance at that point, like her reaction is just, open my eyes as big as I can.
0: Hetty Blue gave you all the eyes in every performance. Like when she was in the, in the arena, she was like... <gasps> And every time with the monsters, it was like all eyeballs. I was like, "Good just, for you, girl." Disintegrate, not me, please. I just no. simply cannot. <laughs> um, and then one those shows up. Uh huh.
1: No, no, please continue, because I think we're going to talk about the same thing right now.
0: Oh, okay. So before, so during the fight and on the rooftop, we had a we get a zoom in from Frankenstein. On the side of his head and face after santo like punches him or does something to him and it's a very random zoom that you're just like what is this for and then
1: i had no idea what they were trying to show us and they zoomed in like three times
0: yes and so what we were supposed to see is next to the bolt of like the frankenstein bolt that he has that holds his neck and his head together i guess there's like something else, like another little knob or something. And so Waldo, the little person with with the hump, comes to Dr. Adler and is like, Doctor Adler, un vibrador electronico on You've, Frankenstein. Everyone.
1: An electronic vibrator. <laughs> That's what it was. An electronic vibrator. What is i think it? i
0: think it was supposed to be a tracker of some sort it
1: it clearly was it's uh-huh. absolutely a tracker like that's how el santo finds them but what the fuck
0: but here's the thing we never get el santo with like machinery or anything or tracking or anything It that is never it's never it's never there
1: It's just never. Honestly, you have to just make the choice when, if and when you watch this movie, it's literally just like, well, here we are, everybody.
0: And this is just what's happening now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Here we are. Electronic vibrator.
0: So the electron, we find the electronic vibrator. Uh, El Santo somehow, I'm sure using said electronic vibrator, finds the castle and he goes through the caves and he finds the og the original blue demon in still lying in his tanning bed <laughs> from so, tan. so tan and then uh evil blue demon finds el santo and we have fight number nine and literally like machinery exploding all this crazy shit <laughs> somehow in the middle of this fight we're outside. <laughs> They're both of yeah. them are outside. And then El Santo picks up a blue demon, and there's a very quick uh, change between human and mannequin. And El Santo chucks blue demon into the abyss of some sort or to, a hill. To, to,
1: to what should be his death. However, this, this drop off that they are, that must be, that looks so deadly. Okay, you'll get, a, you'll get a couple scratches. Maybe you'll like sprain an ankle. That is not a death cliff.
0: It's the same cliff that Blue Demon threw El Santo from in the beginning too, which also didn't look dangerous at all. Literally, it's a hill. It
1: absolutely is. A hill. Yep. But, but he's dead. He's dead. But he's dead. Blue he's Demon, dead. Bl- bad Blue Demon is dead
0: all no i was gonna say r.i.p no fuck off go to hell and uh so el santo goes back to the tanning beds and he's like despierta mi amigo to his friend blue demon he's like please wake up buddy so sweet though he
1: doesn't like shake him it's not like wake up he just kind of gives him a little shoulder tap
0: hey dude hey wake up despierta mi amigo that was i love that line like despierta mi amigo and he goes there's evil forces that we have to defeat basically he's like
1: let's do it come on buddy
0: you've you've been resting too much let's get to work and then i wrote the team is back together and uh and then the green gang appears and we have fight number 10 and they're just fucking going ham and fighting everybody so while we see this fight of Blue Demon and El Santo, everybody's using wrestling moves. People are like literally jumping off of stuff. It's all the fights, as many as there were, were all, you, like you could see that fight in a ring if you wanted to, which is mm-hmm. something I, I really appreciated. While we were seeing this fight, we keep getting shots of Dr. Adler threatening Otto and gloria and they're mixing bowls and he's like are you ready to die Van a morirse. Están listos, and they're just like we're sitting here dude and they're just like pulling levers doing shit we cut back and forth between the fight and these threats and then in the final uh santo and blue demon versus the green gang all of a sudden a green head just flies off of a body and this is what i wrote organ smashing because it sounded like somebody just went on an organ and went prank mom prank prank (laughs) mom
1: the close up also the close up of the green head was in shadow like they were like oh damn that looks really bad so (laughs) let's let's not get a good close up let's just kind of make sure it's really dark over there let's
0: just have it roll away as fast (laughs) as possible from us and And then then somebody's just smash an organ (laughs) (laughs) smash that organ So all those fights, that was just with the green gang. So fight number 10 is just green gang. When that head flies off, now all the monsters are here and they're fighting. Fight number 11 is with the monsters. (laughs) And Dr. Adler and Waldo are in a corner hugging each other, which I laughed so so much. So
1: frightened. Yeah, so loving and frightened.
0: El Santo picks up something that looks like what i called a church incense holder you know okay i know you weren't really a church goer when you were a little kid right so no, in, church, I was not. in church they have um they have a time where they have these a ball that's been hanging on a chain and they like they put incense in that ball and then they swing the ball back and forth to do like to, I've seen so it. that the smoke can bless you whatever the thing that Santo is swinging around and hitting everyone in the face with looks like one of those. And I was like, okay.
1: There is a specific weapon where it's like a club, chain, ball full of spikes, but I don't know what the hell it's called. You know oh, what I'm I, talking
0: it, about? Yes, it's on the top. Uh, mm, I, I want to say know. ball
1: and chain, but that's ball not what chain. it is. It's not what Whatever. it is.
0: Fuck it. Blue Demon is like los aparatos destroy the machinery I'll I'll take care of these guys so El Santo is just smashing everything up the fucking place sets ablaze Blue Demon El Santo Gloria and Otto get the fuck out of there as they're exiting they come across the vampire's lair with the three coffins and uh, I think it was Blue Le- Demon does one lady, El Santo does the vampire, and then Otto does the the other lady vampire. And they those stakes look oh. legit.
1: This- this was cool. This scene here, I mean, it looked fake, of course, but it was cool. And it was particularly gruesome for, like, basically the final scene of our movie here. Uh, like, those where things they...
0: looked like they were in those people.
1: And they're really just, like, they keep smashing, smashing them, them in. in. So, yeah, nice nice uh, practical gore effects there at the end of our movie.
0: So then we, they, the four of them exit the castle we have a, a shot of the four of them standing there. Santo is holding Gloria, Otto, and Blue Demon on either side. And they watch the castle burn. And, and then I wrote, organ! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the end.
0: The end! Uh, wow. As the credits roll, behind the credits you see the castle burning and at the very last the tower of the castle like explodes quote unquote Mm -hmm. there's a big fire during the credits i saw that the name of the show that we watched at at maxim the song and dance numbers was called resortes (laughs) resorts
1: resorts okay thank you i really enjoyed it
0: and then also uh one of the last things you see on those credits is i think maybe my favorite line of the film is una película mexicana
1: (laughs) yes so do you have uh you have any trivia for me i
0: have some trivia but i want to see what you have first and see okay what happens
1: great it should be i stole this from wikipedia thank you wikipedia or somewhere i do not remember it should be everyone donate
0: everyone donate a dollar to wikipedia wikipedia wikipedia
1: to wikipedia it should be noted that a nude scenes version of this movie was made, presumably for export. A number of stills exist showing Santo in bed with a topless heady blue, as well as nude scenes of the vampire woman. The nude version is not currently known to exist though. So I looked it up (laughs) and I didn't find it. I literally was like, Santo, El Santo y Hetty Blue, Naked? Uh, El Santo, Heady Blue, top. I'm sorry, like Creepville over here. I'm so sorry. But I looked, I couldn't find anything. I mean, I found some really.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you found some shit.
1: But I could not find it. But apparently, there's a nude uh, version that was made. Also, I was very confused by Cyclops underwater. So this is what I discovered.
0: Oh my God, I'm so excited.
1: As far as I know, they don't live underwater. However, there is some nerd website called. (laughs) No offense. Riordan.fandom.com that talks about all sorts of Cyclops. And apparently, okay, I don't know what the plural of Cyclops is. It says here it's either Cyclopes or Cyclopes? Sure. Cyclopes.
0: Cyclopes.
1: Cyclopes. All right. so Cyclopesias. Cyclopes. a majority of the Cyclops are children of Poseidon and live underwater. <gasps> Most of them work in the forges with Hephaestus, like Tyson, who is now the general of the armies of Poseidon. I don't know what the hell all that means. It sounds like Greek stuff, but yeah. apparently, in some variations, the Cyclopes live underwater. Oh, wow, right. uh, that's
0: really, that's really. Who knew? maybe they took that to heart and they're like, well, he's fucking Poseidon's kid. Let's keep him underwater.
1: My last little bit here is about the Castillo de Barrientos, which is the actual castle that is featured in the movie, which is so famous because of El Santo. So this castle was apparently built in the 17th century by a spanish man named don jose barrientos who was kind of like a he was rich but he was kind of like a robin hood figure because he would steal from the poor pardon me steal from the rich (laughs) to give to the poor apparently also después that after the independence of mexico the castle was abandoned And during the Mexican-American War in 1847, like when like the United States troops were coming through Mexico, they found the castle and mistook it for some other castle. So they were about to bomb it until they realized that it wasn't the castle. So it still stands. And apparently now the castle is like the where the created like a police academy or something there near or in the castle. And then the last thing which made me think of our history in Nicaragua and uh la casa del diablo which we'll get to at some point one amazing day. listeners. <laughs> but <laughs> there was this one website that was talking about it and said that at some point the castle would became like it was nobody was there so it was abandoned it got really rickety and disheveled whatever it was in disarray so yeah. people kind of squatted in there and apparently They practiced ritual occults. Wow. What? No. (laughs) Occult rituals. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm looking at it in Spanish. Rituales ocultos. Occult rituals. And wrote spooky stories on the walls. However, and this is my last thing. People in the comments are like, this is not true. This article is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty pretty cool about the castillo de barrientos or whatever yeah so did i have any of yours
0: not really great uh so my trivia is mostly about el santo he started making movies in 1958 to 1982 he became el santo el enmascarado de plata in 1942 literally my dad was born in 1941 he was one year old when he became El enmascarado de plata. Isn't that crazy? Yeah,
1: yeah same as he, my dad. Wow.
0: He was buried in his mask. I think I said that earlier. His last match that he ever fought in was, he was one week before his 65th birthday in 1982. Holy,
1: holy shit.
0: Out of the 52 movies, only four were dubbed in English. He died of a heart attack one week after showing his face for the first time. Um, He was on TV, and it was a surprise. Nobody knew, and he took off his mask. And a week later, while doing a public appearance, he died of a heart attack. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And finally, you can see a special little appearance in the movie Coco. You can see El Santo. And he's a, a, a very excited person. Comes up to him to get his autograph
1: that just touched my cold heart that's i well now i have to rewatch it so i can see that little scene is Isn't it like in the back cute? you just kind it's of not, don't even notice not,
0: it yeah it's not very it's not super it's very short but he's there
1: just that attention to detail so so beautiful yeah Love that. very
0: sweet oh and last but not least in total this film had 11 fights
1: <laughs> holy shit Wow. Okay. Well, I felt every single one of those fights because they were... Uh, if you cut the fights from the movie, you'd probably have about 20 minutes of footage.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: All right. Eileen, were you scared?
0: No. Were
1: you? I Were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what was your best scare in this non-scary movie?
0: <laughs> Is it bad if I don't have one? like
1: no there was no there was was no no jump scare scare. there was no like oh my goodness not even an attempt at it i don't think it wasn't it wasn't a horror movie it wasn't it was like a an action
0: it was an adventure action adventure whatever
1: the only scare that i wrote was the wolfman attack on the family he just comes in and like kills this kid's parents in front of him and then you were you assume that he's murdered the child as well and after i saw the Sinos, you know, i thought well that's particularly horrifying yeah you know so that'll do who was your favorite character
0: <laughs> i loved that he was this lumbering thing that he had all these random identities that we never really knew i mean and then that the footage, that same footage we got of his head and his mouth uh, opening and that fucking shitty light bulb eyeball. I mean, I loved it. I see all the way.
1: So I was going to give it to Blue Demon specifically for, I think we already talked about it, but the cock shot that we get from him <laughs> when he approaches the the the, uh, the castle for the first time, where literally he just him and his dick walk up to the camera and then it cuts to the next scene. And you're like, whoa, blue demon. But I'm not going to give it to him. I'm giving it to the cyclopata too. Just because, first of all, you're very welcome here, but why are you here? Yes. And just the close-ups, the, the the poor lost man in the costume crying out. I loved him so much. The best. What was your best line?
0: I think it would be... I mean, I would love it to be, es una película mexicana, but that's just, that was written at the end. I think it would be, despierta, soy tu amigo. <laughs> when he's waking up, Blue Demon, he's like, despierta, soy tu amigo. And I was like, okay. He doesn't nice say, wake soy up. santo, no. es el santo, levantate, whatever. No, he's like, despierta, soy tu amigo.
1: <laughs> I mean, what wake a sweet up. way to wake up.
0: I'm your- I'm your friend. I'm your
1: friend. I'm right here.
0: What about Don't be you? Don't
1: be startled. Uh, Las fuerzas del bien siempre derrotan al mal. I, just considering where we are in the world right now, that little line from Blue, D- Blue Demon, loved it. The forces of good will always defeat evil.
0: And he says it again when he comes back to being sure regular does. Blue Demon. He comes back and the doctor is like, Blue Demon, I order you. How dare you? And Blue Demon's like, Te dije que las fuerzas del bien siempre derrotarán las malas. And I was like, good for you, Blue Demon.
1: I love it. So don't, don't lose faith, people. Don't lose faith.
0: Blue Demon believes.
1: Uh, best death.
0: I'm going to go Frankenstein crushing that dude's head.
1: <laughs> Solid. Yeah.
0: That crunch was real effective for me.
1: Loved that one. I'm going to go with the vampire and vampire lady coffin deaths at the end. It was surprisingly gruesome there toward the end. They just threw it in. Loved that. Did you learn anything from the culture?
0: I mean, I knew a little bit about El Santo, but I like learning about just like his legacy and how huge he was. And but, you know, nothing really from the film. (laughs) It was outside research, but, like, I loved just knowing that this guy, like, what a history he has. And I love that it's because of wrestling, like, not even wrestling, luchador wrestling. I mean, I I, I think that's wonderful. What a fun thing to be your legacy.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, it makes it a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. I don't know why.
0: What about you? Did you learn anything?
1: Honestly, I learned mostly from what you told me about wrestling, which I did not I don't know really anything and now I lo- I know a little bit more. I learned about El Santo being huge in Mexico, which I didn't realize what a big deal he was, and just a little bit about the actual Castillo de Barrientos. We had um, yeah, like a little little history lesson.
0: How many uis do you give this movie?
1: Okay, I'm going to give it 3 uis. uy. uy, uy. I would give it less just because like it's, you know, listen, it's a low budget movie, but it is like, it's iconic. El Santo deserves the respect. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give him three solid UIs. I had a great time. It was absolutely ridiculous. We're going to see more. So I'm sure at some point we were going to see more El Santo movies. So I'm down. I'm loving it. You?
0: I'm giving it two.
1: Oh, I am shocked
0: mostly because i used to work at a mexican restaurant and we often showed santo movies on Mm -hmm. the tv and i know there's better stuff out there so i'm gonna give it yeah i'm gonna give it two because it's santo and because we got monsters and uh, that kind of stuff but i think i think i think there's better shit out there that el santo is gonna deliver and i'm excited i'm excited to get to it uy uy
1: uy uy yeah uy 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 well I'm, i can't great. wait to watch more especially since there's gonna be apparently better quality so
0: well this episode comes out right before halloween so have a great halloween everybody happy spooky. halloween
1: oh, spooky happy halloween U-key. it's my favorite holiday
0: mine is thanksgiving
1: <laughs> it's coming up soon yeah now yeah i think we're about to say the same thing please rate and review our our show here on whatever format you're listening to it
0: are you on spotify rate and review is there are you on are apple you? podcast fucking get on that and type something nice about us are you on google play sure pop on there and say uh this uy, que horror. and just you know, give us the love. It really helps us. We appreciate it. We would appreciate it. it. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell anyone. Tell, tell your everybody. abuelita. <laughs> <laughs> we would love it if you did. Please remember that Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, vote. Uh, Save the USPS. Please vote. vote. And, Just um, please, please
1: be a good person. Let's be strong. Let's fight for what's right.
0: Listen to Blue Demon. The forces of good will always beat the bad ones. So let's yes. follow follow their example and go mm-hmm. be luchadores in the world. <laughs> uh, I love you.
1: I love you too, my friend.
0: And I will see you in la próxima semana. Adiós. Adiós.